This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. We're two sisters on a mission to entertain and educate by learning from women who live a purpose-driven life. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Girl Powerful Podcast. Today, we have Ange O'Brien with us, founder of the brand Cleobella. Teddy and I are no stranger to the brand as it's ethically sourced, globally inspired, and Ange just makes the most beautiful dresses, shirts, pants, purses, <laughs> you know, bathing suits and swimwear. So um, welcome, Ange. We're so lucky to talk to you. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored to be here. It was funny because I was just in Nantucket for a week visiting my friend Maggie and Cleabella's in the shops. And every time I'm like, yes, and <laughs> yes. A little it's, bit everywhere. I'm like a little fairy, just like all over. <laughs> yeah, coast to coast. I love it though. Well, like, so not to get too stuck in the past, but how did Cleobella start? And were you that I'm sewing things in my <laughs> garage or were you traveling and getting inspired? So tell us a little bit about that if people don't know who you are. Sure. So if, if I go way back in 2006, uh, my husband and I left our jobs to do a trip around the world for a year. And prior to that, I was a fashion model. And I would say I was a pretty terrible model. <laughs> I was really shy behind the camera. And I didn't always fit the, the specs that the industry standards required. But it allowed me to expand my world and travel. I lived in Japan for six months. I had a contract in Europe and I got to meet really fun, creative people. And it was a world that I never felt quite comfortable in, but I continued to challenge myself and learn from it. And there was a lot of rejection, which builds resilience. And I thought to myself, how do I build the brand rather than be the brand. So I would always watch and observe the people behind the scenes and seeing what they were doing, whether I was a fit model in downtown LA working for a brand I admired. And I have this ability to be incredibly naive and think, 
well, you never know. I could, I, I could try that. I could do it. And it's part of my, my strength and sometimes my weakness because I jump into things and I think, how am I going to figure this out? And I eventually do. Sometimes I drowned a little bit, but I eventually do. And so that kind of foundation of modeling and then my opportunity to travel with my husband, we, we left our jobs for a year. We saved up money. We were living in a camper van in Europe for five months. We traveled through Southeast Asia. We were in Africa, New Zealand, Australia. My world exploded with inspiration and this, this, like I say, this travel bug. I was bitten by this travel bug and I wanted to have more of it. And when we were spending time in Bali, uh, my husband's a big surfer and the waves were great and we kept extending our trip there and I met some artists and partners and designed some handbags and some clothing and I knew that I could sell them at, at markets on the weekend I loved going to farmers markets I loved meeting the vendors and I thought well with very little money I could design a few items which was an amazing opportunity to work with the artists and partners some of them we still work with today and I imported these wrap skirts from India that were made from recycled saris and I shipped them over to Hawaii because after our year of traveling, we didn't want to we didn't want to come back to California. So we lived in Hawaii for a year, and I sold them at markets on the weekends. And I I kind of live by this philosophy of step by step. You can slowly build things. And Cleo Bella did not happen overnight. It's been more than fifteen years, but every year I would learn something and build on that. And it was so many beautiful people that I met that are continue to be what has has really helped grow Cleo Bella from our partners in Bali and India and now Mexico and Sri Lanka we're manufacturing to the beautiful team that we have here in California. That's awesome. I didn't know that. I didn't know that whole travel experience. How old were you guys? So I was in my early early to mid twenties. So my husband's eight years older than me. And yeah. yeah, we were just gypsies. He was a sales rep in the surf industry. And when he left his job, it was like this moment in life where we always dreamed about traveling for a year and what that would be. And so many people around the world do it, you know, in Australia and Europe, they have that gap year. And I was finished with college I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do. We always knew we wanted to work for ourselves. We didn't know how we could do it, but that was the dream. And my husband being a, a soul surfer, you know, chasing waves, you always have to be ready. And it's hard to have a, a corporate job. Um, so as an independent sales rep, he had flexibility, but he had this opportunity to go in-house and work for this huge corporate brand as a sales manager. And he would have made a lot more money. Uh, and he also would have had a, an hour commute each way to work. And um, and he would be sitting in the office all day. And yeah. that was the opportunity that made the light bulb go on and go, okay, let's try something different. So out of the 12 months we traveled, 11 of the months, he was bringing in a, uh, a sales rep's commission. So that helped get us going. And we, you know, we lived on 
tomato soup from a can and you know, did, did all the things that you do when you're in your 20s and you're traveling and you, um, you want to see the world. And it was, you know, you can really travel with not a lot of money. And we bought this ticket called, um, it was through this program called Air Treks, where as long as you travel in the same direction, you can keep going and you can extend the trip. I'm still around today, but it was such a dream. And it was like what you talk about, this simple ab abundance. You know, we were just we were just mm -hmm. very present in everything that we were doing and meeting people and enjoying each other. And it was our beginning to a beautiful marriage. And we've now been together more than 20 something years. And we look back on that time with a lot of gratitude that we we got that and it it was the catalyst that started Cleo Bella truly well it I, sounds like you picked a lifestyle more than like I'm gonna build a brand like you guys found out who you were what's important to you the kind of people you want in your circle and then you know you're like how how can I make this passion into a lifestyle and a living yes yeah you're absolutely right and I would say my husband is has always been and surfing has been his guide very clear on his North Star. And when you're building a partnership with someone, it's nice when your your you know North Stars are in alignment. And I love traveling. I loved um modeling gave me the opportunity to travel. I didn't travel much growing up. I think I was on an airplane for the first time when I was 15. And the second time was my modeling contract to Japan at 18. So I, you know, I, I was like, wow, this great big world, I want more of it. And, and, and as a couple, we found that we, um, we were so much in alignment when we were traveling and dreaming together. And, and it's, it continues to be the North Star for Cleo Bella. We say that we're globally inspired, ethically handmade, we still work with the same partners that we met back in 2006 on that first trip to Bali. They still make our handbags and um, some of our clothing. And then we've grown into, we do a lot of production in India where we, this last three years, we've set up our own corporate office there. So we have a team that work directly for Cleo Bella that run um, the seven factories that we work with. They work hand in hand with them just to make sure that the vision of what we want to create is executed and um, it's, we, we work with mostly female owners in India and we're, you know, we're, we're building this little business together and it's been a lot of fun. It's really inspiring. You said earlier, like it, your mindset might be like naive, but it's actually a blessing because I feel like you don't limit yourself. You know, you're like, I can do that. Or I like, why can't I do that? Yes. So it's yeah. you know, really cool to see like what you guys have built without going back or, you know, leaning on a corporate job as a clutch because we all want to do it. You know, every creative person or entrepreneur is like, I could go back, <laughs> but there's this passion and drive where you want to create and you want to, you know, create this beautiful life that you're living. Um, I'm interested in once social media came into the picture, so probably like 2010, like beyond, and your storytelling, because that's what I think really draws me to you, like your beautiful, beautiful designs, but then your cool life. And you openly share a lot, you know, with your kids and your husband. So I don't know what, I guess, what 
do you share? What do you not share? You know, how do you intertwine that into your business, your personal life? Oh, yeah. Thank you. I've actually, it was only during the pandemic that I opened up my personal social media to from personal to private. And I, I did this beautiful breath work class and ceremony. And I just realized that if I really want to speak truth to who I am and be a spiritual entrepreneur, I, I had to allow other parts of myself in and I, um, I enjoy it, the social media game. I don't know if I'm very good at it, to be honest, and in growing the business and working on so many of the design element and the operations element, I don't always make time for the marketing. I think you guys are great at it. I love watching your stories. And it's something I'm trying to carve more time in my space. So just even this last year, um, we have a really great marketing team, photographer, videographer, and social media manager, and we're doing batch content. So two days out of the month, we pick a destination, whether it's my house, and we take content. I love to show different ways that you can wear Cleobella because the intention of the design is for so many of them to be seasonless and how you can wear this cap down with sandals to the beach, or you can wear it with boots and layer with a sweater or jacket. And, and I'm trying to do a lot more of that. And it's actually really fun. And indeed, my daughter really gets into it. And the factory is always making her little mini matching dresses. So it's, and, and selfishly, it's, you know, when you're raising kids and you have these moments that you can capture on camera you look back at it, it's like a journal of your life. And, you know, I, I have so many photos in my phone and I'm not very organized with where they all are, but I look back at my Instagram and I think, oh my gosh, remember when Indigo said her first word or, you know, she stood up on the surfboard for the first time, like I have it documented. So even though I am open now, I, I feel like I'm I'm really doing it for myself too, as a um as a as a little journal and a memory book, and um and then there's moments where I take time to write something that's meaningful, but it has to feel intuitive. Like I don't run it like a business where the Cleo Bella brand we have a team around it that I'm involved in our weekly meetings and what stories we're telling and how it relates back to the calendar, and um, but yeah I. I find I'm most excited about learning about brands and who the founders are because my favorite part about this industry is meeting other female entrepreneurs and seeing how they do things. That's what I love about this podcast platform is that we can have an open conversation and share and learn from each other. And it's such an important, it's just such an important tool. I feel like for me, I'm so visual. Um, but I, so it kind of lived my world through that lens and I, I don't sit down much to read a book, for, but while I'm like out taking a walk or, you know, driving to the office and I'm like absorbing things or when I'm traveling, I'm listening to podcasts. And I love like absorbing other people's story. And I take little, little takeaways that help me think, oh, I wonder if we applied this to the brand. What, what would that look like? And whenever I'm building up, you know, new game plans for our growth strategy or, or, you know, how we're elevating the brand experience. I go back to podcast interviews and learning from other founders. And um, so if, if that is an important tool for me, I also want to be available to share our story. And 
a lot of founders in our space have raised millions of dollars or they've been able to acquire certain levels of funding in other ways. And we've done this with by the skin of our teeth and you know, credit card debt and just everything we make, we put back into it. And at, you know, there was different times when I thought, oh my gosh, are we gonna be able to make it? How are we gonna make payroll? Um, but, but now I look back and it's worth it. And I love, I, I want to tell that story that you can start things real small. It doesn't have to be this massive business. It can create sustainable income for the makers that we work with, for my family, for our employees, and we can grow slowly. And it doesn't have to be this rocket fire brand that you see with so many other people. Did I lose you guys? <laughs> no. Yeah. I think that that that's refreshing to hear number one. Number two, I think it gives people hope, you know, like Sonia was talking about everyone, I think at their core, if they're in some kind of alignment with themselves, they are a creative person. Some people just don't have access to that yet in their body and their mind. But I feel like you opening up about, you know, your struggle and like the highs and the lows, it's, it's just going to inspire so many more people to do cool things and build the kinds of brands we need in this world. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. So who in your circle or beyond like is doing something kind of like you that's inspiring? Because I think that's always interesting to like hear who is inspiring you or one of those podcasts, like who was talking when you're like, oh, she's smart. <laughs> um, I love the Glossy podcast. I listen to it a lot. We've, I've been interviewed on them, Business of Fashion. I love seeing what a lot of the luxury brands are doing and understanding from their point of view, um, you know, designers like Jonathan Simkai, I think um, the founder of Cult Gaia is really inspiring how she built her business. Um, I have a lot of other female brands that are in, not in fashion and are either in home or, um, you know, other product spaces. So it's, it's kind of, I, you know, I, I also love listening to Goop's podcast. I feel like I'm, I really love the people that went with Paltrow interviews. So just like these female um, stories of strength and resilience is, is I find that really um, kind of gives me that motivation and it's cheaper than therapy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, so speaking of Gwyneth and like celebrities, in the past couple of years, you've had more and more collaborations with Catherine Schwarzenegger, Olivia Wilde. I'm sure there's others. But when that's happening, who's approaching who? Because you're a transparent person. Also, what does that do for your social media, your sales? Like, what does that look like? Or is it just the pretty picnic and a party? Like, I'd like to know, peel back the curtain, my friend. <laughs> oh, it's been super organic. And it's um, those two collaborations, they've, those women have really liked the product and they wear it and they want to build something outside of their space. And so it has been an honor to collaborate with them because we don't come in with, you know, 
deep pockets. We can't offer, you know, big signing deals. And I, I feel like sometimes that's our disadvantage, but then in walking through and navigating the collaborations that we've completed and executed successfully, um, Molly Sims is one too. It's just really, you know, wonderful women that believe in our mission and want to help tell the story and are, you know, really care about their own personal health and product that they put in their body and, and, uh, and speaking in truth to their customer base. And Catherine has been uh, an incredibly successful collaboration. She discovered Cleo Bella through social media. She loves all the pockets in our dresses. She's a new mom and she loves that you can wear Cleo Bella, you know, nursing as a new mom and, you know, keep it in your wardrobe forever. Um, she is a humble, genuine, like bright star, that family and who she is and what she represents. She's the most down to earth. I've been up in her office um, with Maria Shriver for the past couple of months working on a new collaboration that we're um, going to be launching in holiday. And yeah, and it's just, she's such a wonderful, real person. And she really cares about the intention of the fit and who she's speaking to in the customer and then the price point and the value. And so it's, I've learned a lot from her little things we've done. Like we've um, extended the zipper length in our weekender bag that we've been selling for years because she wants to add, you know, a padding and pocket where a laptop can fit in it. So it's like functionality meets fashion and how she's living in her life. So I've been very impressed with her and how involved she is in the process. And it really speaks to her as a person and her messaging. And um, so those types of things have been, you know, very exciting. And like I said, it just happened organically. And that's what I've learned over the years, you know, growing the business. Sometimes there's this like kind of like fight that you have. Okay. I can do this. I have this vision. I want this to happen. And you're kind of working hard and you're pushing against things. And at this stage in life, because we've been doing it for so long, I'm trying to be mindful of sitting back and allowing, you know, the universe and source to let things come our way and trust that it will continue to come our way. And if it doesn't, maybe we're guided into another direction and I think that's been because I'm such a yes person and I love taking on opportunities and I'm such a busy task oriented dreamer. I can get really involved in, in, you know, wanting to see that vision come to life. And sometimes it's not in flow. And when I'm in flow and the other person's in flow and it happens, that's when you make something really magical. And I've had a number of lessons that have taught me that. And I think even me speaking it out loud, it reminds me, just trust in the journey, allow things to happen, lean into it, but don't force it. Yeah. I, I mean, did you know that I teach Kundalini in Boise now? Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's amazing. Oh. Yeah. It's nice to like bring those offerings to a new community and space to like allow flow in people's life. Cause I feel like yeah, the grind is real and people, especially because I'm in real estate as well, like they're those rise and grind guys. And again, it's mass, very masculine. So that's a whole nother level. 
they don't get like the sit back and you know close your eyes and take a breath and I don't know you can we all have a destiny already so it's like we can't work too hard trying to design it because it's already ours no I love that no I love that you're doing that too I've been getting back in my kundalini and I do it every Friday and it sets me up for such a successful week that carries me from the weekend on I don't know what, what I would do without kundalini and it's really our breath right it's like the first thing that happens when we come into this earth and it's the last thing that happens when we leave this earth and it's that power of the breath I've been getting into the cap I have the kundalini awakening process I don't know if you've oh. experienced it but it's just like you know you think of like these spider webs and all these stories we tell ourselves and all these built up challenges that we go through and a lot of it even can come in from past life and you know there are ways to release it we can't just we can't keep it stagnant and I even tell my children that is if your body wants to cry cry if not it'll continue to build up and you'll be it'll be stifled within you so breath and the kundalini awareness has has changed are you going to a class or do you go to a one-on-one I go to a class Cool. Very cool. Go to a class. Yeah. And actually my Kundalini instructor is also in real estate. And I love that that's a combo. <laughs> that's funny. It makes sense to me. Yeah. And it's like, it's a, it's a yin and yang. It's like a balance and finding that is the whole point in life. I know that's mine is they, some of my Kundalini mentors said, I'm supposed to find neutrality. And it's like, Oh, don't we all need that? <laughs> like I, I'm taking it personally, but I'm like, hold on. I think that that's everyone's you know, just have a nice, healthy baseline because right, yeah. the highs can't be too high and make you crash down and the lows just are, just keep it chill. Do you, do you think that one time Gabby Reese told me that? And I was like, huh, I think I was a little too young to hear it. I was interviewing her and I was like, I don't really like that. Cause then you get into like, celebrate the small stuff or the 50th birthday party. Like, what do you think about the neutral? Well, it's like that that Buddhist way, right? I remember um, reading that. What was that book years ago? That, that oh, I forget. But I, I that duality of our personality. You know, I think of myself all the time, and you know, I I love to be, uh, you know, really rebellious and let loose and have fun. And I also want to be responsible and be a good mom and be a good business owner. And I I need a little bit of both. I don't, you know, I think especially women, there's so many facets to who we are. And, um, you know, I think as, as long as you, as long as you live in integrity and you're not harming other people, it's okay to ride the waves sometimes. That, that's just how I feel when, if I'm, you know, following that kind of, I know people who follow that kind of balanced way and for me I just don't think it would work for me <laughs> and I you know I, I, I'm a, an emotional being and I loved I just like to feel things really deeply and you know the good things and the bad things and, oh. and I think that's just getting older we start to accept ourselves for who we are if not we'll continue to beat ourselves up why aren't we this way and um I know I've, I've had that conversation with myself so I, I I hear what you're saying that's a good point though like you know it is fun to ride the wave and it's like that goes back to the humanness and nature is like seasons 
So we can't just always be like this neutral, neutral thing, you know, or even how design has gone into just whites and creams. And you're just like, wait, where's the fun vibrancy and color, like your teal hutch behind you, you know, and your dress. It's like, I think that's, what's fun about Cleo Bella as well. It's just like, there's expression in being feminine. So like you, why would we put ourselves in a box and on this like shelf that's like we're just gonna try to keep it here (laughs) when it's like you know totally like a jigsaw chainsaw situation happening right right oh yeah no I know color is definitely a big part of it's an energy exchange you know when you're in just your I mean I, I I live besides this hutch behind me I I have like a very calm home a lot of beiges and creams and neutral earth element um, colors because it does help ground me when I come home from the office when there is so much color and textures and vibrancy and um, I like I like living in both and you know like I was saying for me it's really an energy exchange and I have to lean into my personality and um and it lights me up color lights me up and I always like to ground the color with an earth element so it does feel um like I'm speaking to more of our mature audience that's a lot of Cleo Bella's demographics um and but but mixing the two it's part of our global inspiration as well it's traveling and spending so much time in India where they celebrate color and um yeah it's it's fun, but it's also a feeling, right? There's sometimes I want to be wear black and neutrals, you know? When I was in Nantucket, I'm like, I'm going to wear black. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm from LA. <laughs> like, I'm not going to only wear like white and pink and blue. Yes. I love wearing black. Oh, it's <laughs> good to wear black, doesn't it? We have this really special linen edit that's coming out at the end of this month. And it's made by um, Yanti and her family, which is a factory a partnership we've been working with since 06. And it is those basics, those easy, loungy basics that you can pair back with Cleobella blouses or layer with caftans. And um, we need to have all of that in our wardrobe. When we create a wardrobe that's sustainable and it helps us show up for our lifestyle, it makes us able to um, accomplish those things that we want to have. So I'm all about designing a wardrobe that fits with your lifestyle and a celebration of who you are. And I think it's important to take the time and think about what that means to you. And for everybody, it's personal. Yeah, I do love all of your darker colors because when I, I just bought three dresses, I was like, what can I wear into fall? And I got the brown and lavender um, maxi dress. And I'm like, that'll be so cute with the cardigan boots this fall, but I could wear it now when I get it. And that's creating a sustainable wardrobe where it's timeless. And you know that you can bring it into multi-seasons, especially the way the fashion calendar works and how the seasons are so off. I mean, we're launching fall in a week and California, you know, we're just finally feeling summer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you. I'm more by nowhere now. I'm not always planning so far in advance with my wardrobe. I appreciate people that plan it, but um, that's why we try to kind of live in that space where depending on where, what month of the collection lands, that it can live in both spaces. And it's, and that's where in growing the brand, it's, there's so many, um, I say hands and hearts and 
talented, wise women that work on our team that bring in all the reporting and analytics to make sure that we create product that you know really fits the customer's body shape, her lifestyle, um, and and can be really seasonless. And that's that's what building a sustainable wardrobe is all about. Yeah, I'm into the capsule, like making mine. Like I feel horrible when I buy like from Amazon or something fast fashion because I'm like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? It's like I can buy one nice Cleabella dress and have it for so many years. I've never gotten rid of any of mine. I I think I would feel like I need to have a funeral. (laughs) Like you just don't. And anytime I go anywhere that matters to me, like last night I went to Brokers Open, I was like, I'm wearing a Cleobella dress. Like, I know that I'm doing that. I don't know which one, but. Conversation pieces. And it's like you Mm -hmm. wear your values, right? It's a natural fiber that you know will decompose and go back into the earth. It's not a synthetic fiber that will end up in landfills forever. And so I always say it's, we wear our values just like, and it's, when you think of our skin as our biggest organ in our body and like what fibers we want to put, what dyes we want to put on our body. And, you know, it, I, I really believe our customer cares about the food she puts in her, you know, body, the clothes she puts on her body and all of that is interconnected. And, um, and that's, that's partly why I'm so passionate about growing and evolving in this space I have a question that I don't know could sound negative but it's not (laughs) but I did text it too like when is I feel like as a business owner there's always going to be something that's you're like oh this is not working this I'm not in flow that was a bad idea we're never going to make rings again or whatever (laughs) it is you know but was there something that you guys created that you like learned a lesson and you thought we're going to, we're going to stay in our lane or, or do you make everything work? Actually (laughs) it's um, well, I would say when we first launched the littles collection, it was, I think a failure because uh, we made no margin on it you know, sewing a little garment, you pay the same price to the maker. Obviously it takes just as much time. It is less fabric, but it costs a lot to make a small garment. And they're so cute and they're so fun. And having children, I was in this dreamy state of just wanting to make clothing for my son and my daughter. And the grading from newborns all the way up to age seven is a whole... (laughs) It, it was just a learning curve and we didn't do it right. So the sizing was really off. There was a lot of rejects and we made no money. So there's there's things like that all the time that we backtracked and we're reducing the amount of SKUs that we have. We had to increase the price. And so we sell less volume of it, but it's a really meaningful marketing story. We want to always pay our makers fairly. I I think it's, it's hard to buy a dress for $88 for a child. And so when I design it, I try to make it really a relaxed fit and she can grow into it. So Cleo Bella Littles now is a really good fit. It's a, I would say more of like a vanity size where it runs a little bit bigger that hopefully as she grows, she can wear it even as the top with her jean shorts. And I know that's how Indigo, my daughter does it. And so that was something that was really tricky. I tried to get into jewelry in a bigger way and I made these like meaningful kundalini um, like prayer bead necklaces 
that meant so much to me, but the customer just didn't respond to it. <laughs> and it's it's like, okay, you know, because then you try other things and you're surprised that they really respond to it. So, you know, as a, as a creative, you have to be brave to put things out there, even though it's not perfect. And that's what I think of like bravery is like the biggest thing and curiosity to learn. And that's what I tell my children too all the time and it's a muscle the more we work on it the better it becomes and the stronger that it is and it's okay if we failed but it's not okay if we had this idea that we never tried because we were too scared and it's also okay for ideas to come through us and for us to just kind of pause and sit with it and see if we want to see it come into reality because I'm such an idea person and you know but I am only one person and I have to actually take care of my health and my family and make sure I can you know balance it all and so so I've I've been a little bit more discerning with ideas and you know because of learnings I kind of know different um, how to kind of create the roadmap to make it successful because I never want to put out my team who's building it or the maker and did not have it be a successful project that continues because the whole idea of Cleo Bella too is creating sustainable income for our makers. So when something's a success and we can order it every single month and the customer wants it, that's when everything's in alignment. They're growing, the business is growing, the customer's happy, and then you build on it. And I really believe now today we, we built a formula that I've said the other day, like we, you know, the world's experiencing this recession and we are fortunately still growing in the recession, which we feel really fortunate, but we've had such massive growth the last few years that this year will still continue to grow, maybe not as where I had hoped for, but we'll be growing more than 25%, which is phenomenal. And it's just measuring expectations. And I see us as like this tree and we have these roots in the ground and we're here to stay, you know? We might like sway a little bit, but we're not crashing down. And we're gonna take this time to figure out how we can do better and, fine tune the roadmap for the next two to three years. And it's a, it's a, it's a really good time to focus on what's working. And that was our intention for 2023. We sat down in December of 2022 with our leadership team. And we said, what are we going to focus on? What categories are we going to grow into? What collaborations are we going to have? And our intention was get better at what we're doing good at. So don't add anything else to the plate. We were not launching. We did swim and ham and home last year. We were not launching anything new. We were going to take, we've had some success in bottoms. Let's get better at having a really great affordable bottom that fits and matches back to our blouses because we have a really big blouse category. Dresses are still number one. How can we make the fits better and effortless um, what are we going to do with branding? How are we going to elevate the branding experience so the customer receives it and they're just so excited? What does our packaging look like? We're going through the B Corp certification. Hopefully we'll have that this year, which has been an amazing journey. We've learned so much. Uh, we've launched a new website that it's much easier to shop. So it's all these things that hopefully this will help us take us to that next stage and so that the customer can depend on us and how can we give a great customer service? 
We sell to more than 600 specialty stores now. So our big business is wholesale. And, but our online business is now 50%, which is, um, which is tremendous because it allows us to test things that maybe the wholesale customer doesn't have as much uh, confidence in. And especially when we're having recession conversations, people want to try what's safe. And so we can kind of play that like back and forth of like, you know, do we want to try this? Will she respond to it? We can do it in a very small way because we don't overproduce. We don't have high minimums because we don't want to be wasteful. And the partners that we work with are willing to take those risks with us and be brave. And sometimes it works and, and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> well, congratulations on the success. It's amazing. And honestly, like straight from my heart, like you're such a, like a magical and like beautiful and kind person. I feel like if anyone were like wearing a Cleabella dress, I'd be like, I like her <laughs> just because it's a Cleabella dress designed by you. I really do think that people are drawn to your brand are really good people. I agree. I agree. And I've met so many of them. It's yeah. the greatest thing when you're out and about and you see people wearing a Cleabella dress. Indy, my daughter has pointed it out and she's had to say things. I'll, I'll never say anything, but she'll, she'll say, mommy, she's wearing your dress. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she kind of taps up and she's so cute. And then, you know, we, we get this conversation and you're right, Sonia, like these are really incredible, open, awake women. And yeah, yeah it's, it's, that's been the best part. Beautiful. Right. Well, we want to get you to the beach with your family. We end all of our podcasts with the same question. What makes you feel most alive? Oh gosh, I love that. Oh, oh so many things. Well, when I'm connected to my heart and I know that my heart always guides me and it probably sounds silly, but um, when I'm not listening to my heart, I I find myself in situations that don't feel good. And for me, it's so much is a feeling because I'm so intuitive and empathic. So uh, yeah, I would say I feel most alive when I'm listening to my heart. And that's doing things like today on a Wednesday afternoon is I want to be with my kids. I have so much work to do, to do but I... I'm carving this time out because my kids are growing up so fast and I don't want to miss too much of the summer. And so that's, that's really on my heart, my family and all the women that I get the pleasure of working with and meeting and women like you who inspire me. I wish we could just all live on a commune together and just like change the world. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful community we've built and I think so many of us are heart driven and it all of it comes from a good place and it's like listening to that right we got you on tears <laughs> Eddie give me a hug <laughs> crocodile tears oh, but that was beautifully said and then one last thing what can we expect from Cleobella where can people go to shop or follow you on Instagram well, thank you. Yeah, Cleobella.com and at Cleobella is our handle for Instagram. We're we're getting more involved in TikTok. So you'll see some fun little stories there. You might see me talking about a, a new print or how to wear things. And then my personal account is Angie O B. 
And um, yeah, what's coming, what's new? Well, the Catherine Schwarzenegger collaboration you'll see in the holiday, which is really beautiful. The linen edit that's coming at the end of this month that I'm really proud of. And, and, and that really, this beautiful family that makes it, that's been working with Cleobella forever. I hope it sells out and we can continue to reorder for her. And it's this evergreen wardrobe that people want. Um, and I would say our fall collection that's coming this month too is, is my favorite collection to date. It's really special. It really celebrates the Renaissance woman, which I find is the woman I want to become. And um, it's very worldly. It has a beautiful color palette. I saw you that I think will really resonate with you and very transitional. Um, it's fun, it's feminine, but it's strong too. So so yeah, I hope I hope you like it. Yes, well, thank you so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Ange. Really. All right. Bye. Satnam. Thanks, Satnam. <laughs> Bye, Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks to our guest. For more information on her, see the show notes. Please hit subscribe if you have not already. That way, a new episode is delivered directly to your feed every week.